Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk About the Healthcare Life. I'm your host, Devanshi Patel, and in today's episode, we will be digging into my cousin, Deja Patel's life on her journey to becoming a PA during a global pandemic. Before we bring Deja on, let's get to know a little bit about her. Deja was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, where she obtained her bachelor's in science and biology. Deja has always been fond of the healthcare field, and ever since she was a little girl, she has always dreamt of becoming a healthcare professional one day. Ever since Deja became interested in pursuing the PA path, we began talking and researching about the profession more. Because of this, I wanted people to hear her story as it really grabbed my attention, and I believe that people can be inspired from her story. Without further ado, I would like to introduce the woman herself, Deja Patel. Hi, Devanshi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Of course. Let's jump right in. First off, let's talk about your college life. You attended the University of Texas at Arlington, where you received your bachelor's in science and biology. I know that in any healthcare profession, there are many prereqs and classes that need to be taken in order to further education and becoming a PA or any profession that you choose to be. What are some of the classes you took? So I took all the classes for my major, which of course, like you said, is biology. And this took care of a lot of the prereqs for PA school. So I basically took the basic science courses, Orgo 1 and 2, human anatomy and physiology, statistics, genetics, micro, and some other courses that I wanted to in between. So it was really nice to be able to add some of those medical courses and just some, some fun electives in between. Yeah, I was researching about the profession and I know most of the healthcare professions, you have to take these uh, basic science courses, as you mentioned, orgo and human anatomy, etc. And so it's good to have those electives with them because you don't want to just be doing the classes that you have to do. It's good to do other things. So what are some electives that you took? Yeah, so some of those electives that I wanted to take was medical humanities and it was really nice because a retired family doctor he was teaching that course and he had over 30 years of experience and so it was really nice to be hearing all his stories from about his patients and learning through his eyes yeah that's always good having those professors and everybody who are really good at teaching um so next question how is college life pre-covid versus during covid and which do you prefer and why So I'm sure we can all agree that COVID changed literally everything. I'd actually just came back from a cruise with you, Devanshi, that spring break. And we turned on our phones and we all got the news that the virus has just reached Texas and the whole rest of the country and we're all on lockdown. So everything changed and I was attending UTA at the time. And after an extra extra week of spring break, we shifted to an online only curriculum. This really affected the quality of my classes and the full experience from the labs as well. To answer the second part of your question, I can't say I have a preference. Both has its advantages and disadvantages. For example, I saved time by not having to travel to campus, but on the contrary, I didn't like not being able to do some, you know, cool human physiology labs or even have that interaction with other students. It was a drastic transition, but I really had to learn how to adapt and make things work. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, After spring break 2020, when we went on the cruise, like everything was normal, how it used to be. And then we came back and everything drastically just changed. We had a global pandemic going on. Everybody was quarantining. We were being in lockdown. It's 
a really huge change and it's very different we've never seen anything like this yeah definitely it was a huge social change as well we we came back i remember and we didn't have any groceries at home and we all of a sudden see everyone's just rushing to the grocery store and that was insane to even just imagine yeah so speaking of the pandemic and going on to online schooling how has classes been since everything had to transition to online schooling so classes have been interesting i've never had any online classes so it was really different just like how all the students had to figure out a new learning style the professors were all having to learn how to change their teaching style to an online platform i was really able to adapt to the different structure because i like technology and I'm glad that I did because had I not liked technology, maybe it would have been difficult to change. It was harder to be able to connect with the professors though because some didn't have an easy way for office hours and that's understandable. Some really had to learn how to use that technology and it's tough on them. My college didn't require me to move to a pass-fail grading system, but it kept it as an option. So that was really good for applications. At the end of the day, it worked out because I was able to learn and make good grades in the online classes. Yeah, so I know like even before pandemic, we use technology a lot. But now like since the pandemic has came, we've been using technology even more. And some people have not been that advanced, like such as Zoom and Google Meets. We've never used this. And so it's very different, not only for us as students, but also as for our professors and teachers. And so obviously a pandemic, there are many challenges and stuff. So what challenges did you face as it was your senior year of college when COVID-19 hit? People say senior year is your most important year. And for you, since you're applying to PA school soon, what challenges did you face because of COVID-19? Yeah, so it was my senior year and i feel like in college it's only important because of applications and job i know in high school uh senior year is a huge deal you have prom you have um just so many different things going on just because you have that senior status but in college i feel that it's just mostly applications and jobs so for me i was going to be applying that cycle and covid 19 really just impacted my healthcare and volunteer plans i had everything planned out and COVID-19, of course, being a virus, it impacted all my healthcare opportunities. So I had finally been offered an amazing job opportunity in a really busy urgent care clinic, but I wasn't able to start because of the pandemic. At the same time, I wasn't also able to volunteer. And another fun thing that ended was shadowing with a PA in a family medicine practice. So overall, I can say it was difficult trying to continue doing things I liked and have been wanting to do. But like I've said before to you, you just have to keep striving and adapting to any adversities that you face. Yeah, that's very true. And also congratulations on graduating this past summer and beginning the PA application process. That's very exciting, like passing this milestone. And so talking about applying to PA school, what sparked your interest in becoming a PA? Yeah, so this is a question I get a lot because people like to ask, like, there's so many different fields, becoming a doctor, a nurse, and just physical therapy and so many different fields in healthcare, but why PA? So I was always interested in medicine, specifically becoming a doctor. You know, a funny story is, you know, a week ago, my mom was showing me a video and it was her and I when I was four years old. 
I had a stethoscope and was explaining to her what type of doctor I want to become and all what I would do in that specialty. It's crazy to think, but I only knew of doctors early on and then eventually I began to know and realize there's other people involved in the whole healthcare journey. It's nurses, MAs, and uh, therapists. So I didn't know who a PA was, but very recently I was part of a horrible accident. During that time, I was placed under the care of a PA. So being inspired by this PA, I made it my mission to really learn more about the profession after I recovered. So after learning and researching about this field, a component that I began to love is the ability for lateral mobility. And I like that not only for myself and to keep learning, but also to make an impact in my community. You see right now, it's really important with this pandemic. I know a neurohospitalist PA who switched into critical care just to be on the front line battling COVID. It's incredible to see that impact of this field in present day and what I can look forward to in my future. Yeah, I remember that video you showed when you were younger and I was like, oh my God, that is so cute. And now like, <laughs> it's actually happening. That's, like, that's sure. crazy to think about. And I remember that accent you were telling me about it and how you were under a PA and then you found it very like interested. And that was really cool to see. Like even though accent was terrible, you were still able to get something good out of it. Yeah, just having that support from an outstanding medical professional is what you really need in that time. And that's what I felt under the care of that PA. Yeah, so I know usually interviews would have been done in person, but because of COVID, do you feel that you were restricted or limited to what you were capable of accomplishing for the PA interview? Yeah, definitely. So of course I felt limited, but you have to make it work. So typically all interviews are done in person and most programs also have a tour of the campus. So some even have a social the night before. Of course, since it's online, you don't get to have that feel the campus unless that program has some nice video that they've made and published. I think you're definitely limited in the sense that you don't get to show your interpersonal skills with other applicants and even other faculty members. So you don't get to demonstrate that um, extra ability. I can say that with good preparation, you can still have a good experience online. For example, knowing your technology, having good lighting and background, still dressing professionally, even if it's just, you know, top up <laughs> and um, being self-aware when it's appropriate to speak is all just so, so important. Yeah, I know, especially like because of COVID, like everything has changed and it's very different, like going in person, whereas being online, it's truly different. Like even schooling, it's different when you're in person and when you're yeah. online, like you can see such a change and for sure yeah and so um i don't know if you how much information you can say about this but could you talk about one of your pa interview experiences yeah of course but i can't give any specific details so with any interview preparation i feel is key so i like to have things prepared the night before so i don't have to worry on the actual interview day so this means i just clean up my desk set up my light, chargers, and have my clothes ready to go. I would also go through the forms, but I stopped that after a while because it's just mentally hard because you're just reading and reading all these different stories of people. So before the interview, I like to go through my application and basic interview questions like, tell me about yourself and why this profession. 
I haven't had much experience with interviews. So I asked you for help. Mm-hmm. And you were so helpful in the whole process. So Devanshi, she would ask me questions and I would answer them like I was in the interview. And even right before the interview, I would even sometimes FaceTime you for motivation. I'm sure you remember yeah. that in the mornings when I FaceTimed you. So next, um, after my quick FaceTime with her, I would log into Zoom and be admitted. Now the admissions um, board, they often ask for verification. Then there's a short introduction and maybe even a walkthrough of how the day is gonna go through if they didn't provide a schedule. Then it just starts. So now you, each interview style is dependent on the program. So it could be um, just going through all the breakout rooms and for other programs, it's attending your specific session at a certain time. A uh, worst experience that I had was technical difficulty and my laptop just shut off in the middle of like just the introduction, luckily, but it was okay. I was prepared and I knew what to do in that situation. I even had a few random questions that I didn't even know the answer to, but I feel like in that moment, you just have to not react in a crazy way. You can make it really worse than what it is actually. So you just have to stay calm in the whole process and just demonstrate why you deserve a seat in their program. Yeah, I've noticed lately, like technology is not our friend sometimes, (laughs) especially in the most important things we have to do it's just not there like something always has to go bad and it only goes bad in that critical moment (laughs) yeah when you're like nervous and all this like feelings are going through your head but yeah Yeah. I remember when uh, we were facetiming and I was I'm so glad I was able to help you and be part of your PA journey yeah that's (laughs) that's forever gonna be in my brain and since I also want to do nursing as you know this is definitely gonna help me because I'm basically going to have the same thing as this, like interviews and the style. And so what was going through your mind when the PA school started to reach out to you about your status? You know what? It was so nerve wracking. The programs would tell you they'll reach out in an X amount of time with a decision on your status. I would keep checking the forum and as soon as someone gets an acceptance, while I was happy for them, like, okay, they're a fellow student going through that same journey. I would start thinking bad things like, okay, this is it. I'm not getting a seat into the program. Another thing is every time I got on a phone call, I would think it's admissions. So it was so annoying because nine out of 10, it's a spam caller. Yeah, for sure. I get so many spam calls a day and it's like, that's so relatable because like I've been applying to college um, these past few months. And so although I don't get calls and stuff, I get the emails. So like just like opening them and like seeing them constantly, like am I accepted? Like. It's hard. As soon as you get that notification, you're running to your phone thinking it's them. So now for the part that everyone has been waiting for, where do you plan on going for PA school? I'm so fortunate to have a choice on where to attend. And I was accepted to my dream school. It feels almost surreal to say, but I decided to stay here in Texas and attend UT Health San Antonio. Congratulations, your dream school. Thank you. So how did you announce this huge milestone in your life to your family? So I did tell my family, I would tell my parents that same day and I would surprise them with little things like, hey, guess what happened? And it was just incredible. We just seeing them really proud of me in that moment and just seeing the change in their mood. It was 
really nice to see that. And to my extended family, we had a little gathering to celebrate my graduation from UTA and I surprised everyone during a group picture. I was like, hey everyone, let's just get in for a group picture. And everyone was like, then why, why are you making this such a huge deal? Because I'm not much into pictures or anything like that. And they were weirded out. And then I said, okay, one, two, three. And then all of a sudden it was dead silent. We took the picture and I announced it. <laughs> so I got everyone's reactions and it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so nice to be able to share that moment with you, Devanshi, and the rest of our family. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh my god, they're spending so much time, like, just click the picture, like, we don't need the video. And then when you said it, I froze. I was like, did I hear that correctly? Like, did you did you just say you got yeah. into UTSA? You had the best reaction. Looking back at it a few years, it's going to be surreal. Like, it's crazy to think that. Yeah. So I know we were talking about this a few weeks ago, but because healthcare life is very time-consuming and being a part of the PA field now, how do you plan on managing your school time and family time? It is time-consuming, and I know a lot of people have the misconception that being a PA will give them time and allow them to have time for their family and friends, but it's not always true. You All you hear is that you're not going to have time to really do anything, and it, that's especially true as a student. So I'm very excited, but I'm so, so nervous at the same time. I'm planning on having a schedule to study, of course, and then have some time taken out every day or even once a week for self-care. I'm trying to figure out what's going to work for me, whether it's working out or trying to find just a hobby of mine. And in terms of family time, I'll probably take time out to FaceTime my parents and, of course, you too Devanshi <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm thinking of flying back to Dallas during breaks because we have an airport close by campus and so it'll just be easier that way well I'm very glad that you chose me <laughs> too that you'll FaceTime me because I cannot live without you you're like my best friend my partner in crime yeah my Meredith <laughs> <laughs> I know you're the Christina to my Meredith <laughs> but yeah of course like a planner and a schedule is going to be your second best friend <laughs> in PA school and so I know you've had many shadowing opportunities and volunteering opportunities and people have given you advice on the PA life what advice would you give someone who has wanted to pursue the PA career or even a career in the healthcare field what I love about the PA field and generally the healthcare field is that everyone is so supportive. They're very realistic, but at the same time, they're supportive of your goals. So my advice to you all is to always remember your why. Why did you choose this path over all other paths? I know it's brutal, but someone told me this. It's simply not enough to say that you want to care for others because you can easily go into another field and provide care for others in different manners. Another thing is to never give up. Always be persistent and never lose passion. I know that's what I'm going to follow in PA school because it's going to be tough. I just know it. But I'm going to make it as long as I remember why I'm doing this. You want to be happy and work with what you love. There's going to be so many different obstacles, but I feel like if you know your why and remain passionate, you're going to make it. Yeah, I'm very excited to see you in your PA journey and all the accomplishments you're going to make throughout your life. This is all the time we have for the podcast today. Thank you for joining me, Dejal and talking about your journey to PA school during COVID-19 because nobody goes through a goal pandemic and is like in this process. So thank you so much for joining me. 
For sure, Devanshi. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm really glad I was able to have you. And thank you for everyone who was listening. And I'll see you guys next time.